welcome to another episode of Unprofessional. I'm one of two hosts here. I'm Jamie Newberry, and right here with me is Dave Whiskus. How are you today, Dave? I am fantastic. Uh-huh, I love to hear it. Love I would almost it. argue that, I mean, is it is it two hosts or are there three hosts on this show? You know, it's really probably three because we always have, we have a rotating uh, co-host, I guess, right? Right. Who, I, don't, who I don't think of... I don't think of the third person as a guest or an interviewee. I think of them as just the other rotating the host. other the other host. Well, who is our other host today, Dave? I have no idea. Well, do we have one? I have <laughs> I have written on a piece of paper here that there's some guy named Mike Hurley here with us today. Some dude. I, is, is he here? Are you here, Mike? Caller, are you there? Hello. <laughs> there he is. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. How are Tally you? Tally, how do you all? <laughs> You just came in, came in British right off the top there. That's yep, fantastic. I tend to do that. That's that's how I I, I tend to have all my interactions. It's how Hi guys, rules. I'm so happy to be here. I'm a fan of the show, uh, first time caller or something. <laughs> first time caller, long time listener, first time caller. We're very glad to have you here. So it's we were talking before the show, right, about the fact that we're all in different time zones, right? And you're yep. you're from GMT, yeah. Ultimate time zone. Greenwich Mean Time, right? That's <laughs> what that means. And I mentioned, so I looked this up, and I found that, because I was very surprised a couple of days ago to to find out that South Australia has a strange time zone difference to, to the rest of the world. So it's ten and a half hours ahead of GMT, and I didn't what? know that the 30-minute yeah. difference existed. I like, did not know that, that either. Yeah. Why the 30 minutes? What do we gain out of that? I mean, 30 minutes, I suppose. 30 minutes further into the future. <laughs> it's either a jump start on lunch or a late lunch. Exactly. I don't, I don't, know, I don't get why you'd care. Because the only reason to have time zones is because now we can travel so quickly that they matter. Because <laughs> it used to be that you could just say, well, noon was when the sun is, was at its highest. But now we have like conference calls and shit like that. So we have to line things up. Yeah, it makes things much more complicated these days. But if it was just one time zone and you could just be like... Speak to you at two. Okay, no problem. But like right? two for me might be like in the middle of the night. It's or very it could true. Be lunchtime. But then we got a problem of like movies and TV shows dealing with time. Very true. So maybe with, that's what it's all for. It was all created the, around these things. Within the narrative of a story, if the characters are like, oh, we'll meet at four, mm. that might matter for the story. But now you have to talk about the location so the audience knows where these people are. Mm. So smart, Whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> I think through the tough problems. <laughs> Helping the world with tough problems. So, so Mike, for anybody out there who doesn't know you already, uh, please explain yourself. <laughs> explain uh, yourself. As well as being British, which is probably my, my defining characteristic. Are um, you James Bond? I am James Bond. I'm the new James Bond. I wish I was James Bond. Are you, are you Doctor Who? I am the ninth Doctor. <laughs> Uh, I'm a podcaster. That's what I do. That's what people might know me for. I have a bunch of shows on uh, 5 by 5 including uh, The Prompt and Command Space, which people may have heard of. Um, if they haven't, then they should. And I've pretty, been podcasting sure I've been for about four show. years. You have. That was how me and you became acquainted. I would say that's how you and I became friends. We did become <laughs> friends. You convinced me to come to Ireland. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Very nice. We're going to get super, super drunk. Yes. <laughs> the, the Ninth Doctor. With the, the ninth. ninth Doctor. Christopher Eccleston? Yes. I am Christopher Eccleston. Huh. Well, that's a pretty good get for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you, you guys uh, are all about celebrities, so. Yeah, that's, that's our thing. So you, uh, you cast some pods. Mm-hmm. That's your thing. You cast that's, pods. That's what I do. So we can, we can put some, uh, some links in the show notes so people can go and listen. Because I'm going to assume that anybody who listens to this show likes podcasts. Probably. We hope so, right? Or at least understands how they work. They've got that part down. We got to give right. them that much. Yep. This is a great one because when people come on and they'll t- they'll have like they'll plug their app or something. There's no guarantee that people who listen to this podcast will like apps or like that kind of app. But it's a pretty safe bet that if you like this episode of this podcast with Mike Hurley talking, you're probably going to want to listen to him talk more. And there's a whole wealth of of recordings out there of him talking yes. that you could go listen to immediately after this. Many, many, many hours. So people should just do that. Where are you physically located, Mike? Uh, I live just outside of London, um, in Essex, which is Essex. A, in, yeah, but where where I am, because Essex is quite a large county, but where I am is just it's just east of London. 
basically. I, I grew up in East London, though, um, as a kid, but moved out here a couple of years ago. There's a street, two streets over from me, called Essex. <laughs> so similar. It's because everything about America is based on, on, the, on Britain, because, you know, we used to basically run your country for you for a yeah. while. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's like we're practically neighbors. We are neighbors, really, in spirit, <laughs> Two blocks <at> away. <laughs> that's, that's what I get out of that. <laughs> Two blocks and a bit of a time zone change. We're so close. It's no biggie. Well, the, the real joke there is that it's two blocks in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. It's not even towards the Atlantic Ocean. Nah, it's, it's well the way around. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like those time zones. I just don't understand distance. Maps, how do they work? Who needs maps these days? It's all for, yeah, getting around and whatnot. We don't go anywhere anymore, do we? We all work from home. Well, I live in a new city, so I spend a lot of my time looking at maps and trying to figure things out. Plus, you there's the added... Now. Yeah, there's, there's also the added problem of subways do you use paper maps dave or do you use your phone i use my phone because i can walk around manhattan looking at my phone and i just look like everybody else if i walk around manhattan with a giant paper map that's why i had to ask (laughs) you'd probably get arrested i I was (laughs) gonna say mugged but yeah something something bad is going to happen to me nothing good's coming out of that situation (laughs) who's this creep what's he up to (laughs) he must be a terrorist (laughs) he can't afford a mobile phone so he must be do people still use paper maps? Do they still sell paper maps? I'm going to say yes. but Surely, surely they do. Can you read a map? <laughs> yeah, I can read a map. I can read the map on my phone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a true map reading, like without the GPS. Yeah, I believe no. I can read. I believe I can read a map and grew up having to read maps. I've never actually done it, but I think yeah. I can do it. <laughs> All right, here's, here's a dumb question. What's the difference? Um, it's knowing where you are on the map. I think it's the are thing are without there being a dot. Yep. Yeah. No where compass? you need to go. The orientation. You well, you can use a compass. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you can use a compass, but uh, that only tells you which direction on the map should be pointed up. Right. But that helps you figure out your location and then where you want to go. So you'd look and be like, okay, so this is north and that street is that street. So if I carry on going in this direction, I'll find X place oh i see well sure i I was thinking like if you were in the woods or something yeah it'd be way easier if the sun didn't keep moving around but you know it does yeah yeah i'm just kidding we could start with the sun being in one spot and then the sun's in a different spot i don't Mm -hmm. know this is not a problem i've ever had (laughs) but what if it did happen what if you're in a survival situation what if so there's uh that school of thought these hardcore people who um they they like the survivalist people my dad was one of those guys or the the people like the people who think that you need to learn how to hunt because what if yeah yeah i don't uh, like that just doesn't seem like a thing i'm ever going to run into in my life there are so many what if scenarios i actually can't prepare for them also i'll kind of just carry on and be happy rather than try and learn how to skin a rabbit or something right right in the event of the zombie apocalypse, you need to learn how to cut and or catch and kill your own food and shit like that. I just don't believe that's true. There are so I mean, many things that I wouldn't be ready for in the zombie apocalypse. Learning how to like catch a bear or something is not going to help me in yeah, any way. That's yeah. Even like just my general, my general like athleticism would be my <laughs> yeah, real Achilles heel. Like sort of a primary factor, right? Yeah, I always no. wonder about that, too. I don't know if I can hike for eight days solid, you know? In addition you, to having to run away from things trying to kill me. I think that I could run for, like, a minute, and then, <laughs> and then I would just be like, okay, you, you can kill me now, because yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is almost like death anyway. You know, that used to be the thing that drove my dad crazy is that I was more apathetic about I'm like, you know, if we live in a time where we need a bunch of guns to defend ourselves, like I kind of would rather not be a part of all of that. And, you know, he he was so frustrated that I would be apathetic about that. And I don't even know if apathy is the right word, but like I, I would rather not be a part of that. Like, just shoot me. I don't need to. I don't know. I don't need to be a part of this. And I'm I'm right there with you. It It, it just feels like fucking... Who cares? If if we if it if it comes down to that, I've got so many other problems on top of this problem that really not being able to get food means I die in three days instead of a month. <laughs> if anything, it might be better to be caught by a zombie because you know that's that's then a it's... quick death rather than like a starvation. Yeah. I've thought about that. I've thought about that. If uh, I, I tried watching The Walking Dead, I could only get a few episodes into it. Maybe I'll I'll 
get through it later. But I, my, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, would I want to survive to that point? Right. To four seasons in. <laughs> <laughs> would I want to? Yeah. Would I even want to live that long in that scenario? Because I watch these characters and they do things or they're walking places or they're, you know, they got their, their assorted shit going on. And I just keep thinking like, man, why, why would you be walking for that long? Well, I guess there's literally nothing else to do. It's That's not like true. you could say, screw it. I'm going to go watch TV instead. It's true. It's and very that just true. sounds, I don't know if you're, if your only, uh, thing in life is just trying to stay alive and not get eaten by zombies. That sounds like a pretty horrible life. In all honesty, I don't know if I could cope with the boredom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I like do very piece. well with not having things to do. You'd run uh, out of uh, battery life on all our devices, and then what? And then I'd be like, well, I might as well just die now, because what's <laughs> left, really? There's nothing to do. <laughs> and we can't make noise, because that'll attract the zombies. Exactly. That's it. See, that's the part that was second. It's like, you can't even play your guitar or whatever, you know? It's just, yeah, you can't watch yeah. TV. You can't power aside. <laughs> you get, you're going to attract noise, and then the zombies are going to come eat you. You may as well just just give in. Well, assuming no zombies, it's, let's just say an end of the world scenario. I'm the last person on Earth. And let's even say that uh, the, the electrical grid stays active for longer than I will be alive. So I've got all the electricity I could ever want. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with all that time? Whatever you want. I, like, one of the first things I'd do is I'd want to go to like an arena and, and just rock out. But that's going to be fun for about 45 minutes, and I'm going to realize that nobody will ever hear what I'm doing. I'm going to get really sad, and then I'm, I'm going to smash the guitar and walk off. Yeah, and I don't think that. I would do very well in a scenario where I'm also the only person on the Earth. Like, I think that goes for anybody that like does this sort of stuff. Obviously, I like t- not only the sound of my own voice, <laughs> but for people to hear it. Otherwise, I kind of wouldn't bother doing any of this. So I, I don't think I would do very well in that kind of scenario where it's like, right, all you have is yourself to entertain now. Good, good luck with that. I don't think I would do, deal very well with that. This is like the Twilight Zone, guys. Did you ever see that one episode of Twilight? Do you guys watch Twilight Zone? With the, the guy with the glasses yeah, and the books? Yeah, the guy with the glasses yeah, and the books. Yeah, that's exactly yes. what I'm thinking about. I've never seen this, so you're going to oh. need to help me. The the uh, it's this guy who really loves reading books and he's annoyed by other people. He's kind and of a curmudgeon. There's, there's some yeah. scenario I forget exactly what happens, but everybody else in the world disappears and he's left with all of the books he could ever want to read, and he breaks his glasses so he can't read them. Yep, he has these huge glasses. Like he's very dependent on these glasses, and they make that clear as they you know the episode builds, and then yep, and you know they yeah, it's it's really good though. Actually, I'm a big fan of the old Twilight Zones. That's. I assume he didn't break them on purpose. No, he, they no. fell off and then he stepped on them, I think, while he was looking for them, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And they were like completely beyond repair, not just a little crack. Yep. So it's that great Twilight Zone irony of, of yep. situation. He finally got what he wanted and then he couldn't, you know, he doesn't have the capacity to read because he broke his glasses. The only thing that would make him happy in this world. He he lost his means to do that. Almost like having your eyes stabbed out. <laughs> I've never seen the Twilight Zone, but I'm familiar with it. So is it basically just this type of thing every week, where like yeah. someone gets what they want, but then it's like torture? Yeah. Kind of. There's another famous stories. episode where uh, there's a woman who's been in some kind of accident. And she's had plastic surgery. And uh, as a result of this, like her face is covered in this, this bandage, uh, like surgical, the, yeah, the, the bandage and the medical staff who keeps coming in, they've got their, uh, their, their face masks on and they keep talking about, you know, whether or not she's going to be, well, I think maybe she was like an actress or a model or something. Yeah. It was but something the, where face the, is a big deal. The, yeah. yeah. And then the flip at the end is they, they take the, the bandage off and it reveals that she's this gorgeous woman. But they show her a mirror and she freaks out and everybody else pulls their masks down and they're all these grotesque pig people. Yeah. Yep. The pig snap uh, faces. Okay. So the whole thing is, you know, beauty. I have the, this is a great podcast. right here. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just describe the plot of TV shows we've seen. <laughs> there are lots of podcasts that do that, I think. Oh, Suddenly man. we're the incomparable, but less interesting. <laughs> So all of these movies that that do the end of the world thing, it seems like it's either all about the the destruction or zombies, or you'll see people in situations where they're the only person. Like there's like a solitude situation, like Castaway, but they're on an island. What Mm -hmm. I'd like to see is what would you do if you had the entire planet to yourself? You could go anywhere, you could do anything, 
but you're you're completely alone. Um, there have been things like that, right? I'm trying to think. Was there a Will Smith movie? It was based on a book. Uh, I am Legend, but yeah. he he there were zombies. Uh, okay. Hmm. So this is kind of like Ferris Bueller, like. <laughs> kind of. Imagine Ferris Bueller if everyone else on the planet Earth disappeared. So it's not necessarily upsetting. It's not or like scary. It's, it's just, just kind, kind of, of like. I, I yeah. think in the way that like Castaway in that in that way where he's kind of he's on this island alone and he's he's surviving, but um, you know if this were yeah if this were what was the reference you just made? Um, Ferris Bueller, but Ferris Bueller. The so planet. it's kind of happy he didn't crash and end up somewhere. It's just everybody's gone and everything still works and everything's still kind of as it is today. There's just no people and you have unlimited resources basically. Right, so you'd have Ferris Bueller, uh, his parade, singing Twist and Shout. By himself, though. Yeah, and nobody's there to see it. See, that's part of the whole thing, is his, his day with his friends, helping Cameron and Sloan. I think I would commit loads of crimes. But are they crimes? They, that's the thing, because they wouldn't be illegal, so I would just do loads of things that would be considered to be illegal. Like, I like would what? steal everything. You would steal Like, I would things. just steal things that I shouldn't have, like fast cars and stuff and then just drive them around and, and just trash them and just that sort of stuff stuff that it doesn't actually matter things that they, they don't matter anymore because there's nobody there to hurt yeah what if you woke up so here's the plot character okay. wakes up one day and for reasons unknown everyone else on the planet is just gone would you try to figure out what happened how long yeah, yeah. how long do you spend trying to work out what happened and at what point there, there's the question of, is a crime a crime? Like, if you go around breaking stuff just for the fun of it, is everybody going to show up again? Are you then going to be in trouble? At, at what point do you just yeah. say, fuck it? I think that would be a little while for me. I mean, at first, I would probably spend a couple of days at least thinking it was an elaborate practical joke. <laughs> right. That's a very elaborate practical joke. <laughs> like, I would, because it would seem so unbelievable right. that it would have to be that. That's kind of my thinking, I think, for a little bit. I'd be like, well, everyone's just going to jump out at the moment, you know, any time now, and people are going to be here. The moment I go to commit a crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be right there. <laughs> it's an elaborate police thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's entrapment on a massive scale. <laughs> I, I think that I would spend at least, I, it would be very difficult for me to convince myself that I wasn't hallucinating or having some kind of, like, episode. Yeah that this yeah. was actually happening to convince myself this were really happening would be tough that's a that's a bizarre one yeah i think yeah i like the the idea of it would take me a couple days because like yeah i don't even know what time means at that point you know but what do you do with yourself what do you do to pass the time that's a fine question man because it's open you know i mean i think very similar to mike what he's saying you know it take a little bit to just make sure that the situation was as it seems you know, you got to make sure that, that nobody really is there. You know, you probably spend some time calling people and trying to and shooting <laughs> out some emails. Yep. <laughs> Man, I haven't, had an, some emails. I haven't had an auto, you know, a newsletter in days. What's going on? <laughs> no, you'd still be getting all the automated stuff. Like everything still works. You'd still get Ooh. spam. No, but here's the yeah. thing. Somebody's creating these spams. I mean, somebody has to generate content, right? I, I guess. But you're still going to get, Some. I don't know, something. It's yeah, going to trickle out eventually. It's going to, you know, sort of peter out, I would think. Oh, man, that's so creepy, though. The thought of everybody else on the planet is, is gone, but then your phone buzzes. Ooh. But then that's hope. That's like some sort of hope. And it turns out it's just spam from an uh, automated spam bot that was still running somewhere. Yeah, painful. you get some weird Twitter follower and all you do is just tweet at them for like two weeks. <laughs> Are you be... there? Are you there? You must be there, right? Are you there? That's your Wilson. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's your Wilson. <laughs> oh, man. This is such a great story. I'm loving this I would this make movie. so many websites. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I would be able to. No one could stop me. I would just make lots of websites. You'd have just to in case there. everybody comes back, like look, look what I've been doing while you've been away. I've been so productive. <laughs> you're, you're worried that you're worried that you're going to appear to be a slacker if the whole world yep. shows up again. Yeah, I think that says something quite significant about me. What about podcasts? Self I would keep doing podcasts. Them. Yeah, yep, I would every there'd be a daily a daily show about what I'm finding in the world. I think the one daily of my journal. main 
my main issues would be I wouldn't be able to leave the country. You could. Well, yeah, and that's I don't you know, you think I would trust myself to fly a plane or or sail a boat. A uh, plane pretty much flies itself, and you got you got all the time in the world to learn. That's see, that's true too. It's like the Groundhog Day thing. You yeah, just... I guess when I when I find myself at my most desperate, well, try and fly a plane because if you make it, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself. If you don't, well, then you know dealt with yep. problem solved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> Unless you cause some sort of injury where you're just in pain. Oh, wounded. See, that's the See, that's the fear I have. It's like that that yeah, yeah. You just wound yourself inadvertently, and you're stuck there without help, wounded. Ugh, that would be the worst. But assuming, uh, assuming that you have a mode of transportation that'll get you from A to B reliably and safely, mm-hmm. the like one of the first things to pop into my head is going and exploring the pyramids. Or, you know, traveling, Ooh. seeing the world, stuff like that. But if anything happens and I hurt myself, I'm just fucked. Okay, yep. animals. Do animals still exist? Oh, that's a good question. That's a well, they have question. to they need food. Because I would really prefer it if they didn't. Well, there's nature still, but, you know. Why I mean, would, wait, why would you prefer if they didn't? Because then I could explore, like, the pyramids without fear of snakes. <laughs> Are there snakes in the pyramids now? I'm going to assume that there is. is. Is that a real thing or is that Indiana Jones thing? Well, I'm, because of that, I would assume there is, and then I won't necessarily <laughs> want to go in the pyramids so much. That's They're the just thing. It's full like, of snakes. I want to believe that all of the like you know friendly beasts, the furry, cute things are alive, but spiders and snakes could not be alive. That would be awesome if we could choose exactly. that. Well, yeah. animals would have to be alive because there's the entire ecosystem, and we've got plants and stuff to think about. I believe humans are a part of that, and if they're gone, we can kind of create this. Well, if humans are gone, then we're ecosystem's probably in better shape. <laughs> it's it's true. It's very true. Let's let's say for the sake of argument. Well, what if you could pick and choose which animals? Like, let's yeah, say I can my, deal with that. If it were me and my dog, that would be significantly better if, than if it were just me. Yeah, I feel like you're letting yourself off easy there, though. Yeah, because you've got companionship. and so like, yeah. It's something yeah. you feel affection for. The rest of us have, have lost everything, and yet you get to keep your dog. That's not fair, Dave. Okay, that's <laughs> fine, fine, fine. You win. No dog. I, I think I would still find something to attach to, though. Oh, like, sure. Very much like the, the volleyball. volleyball. The, like, something. Your Twitter account. Twitter bot. <laughs> yeah I, I would be the same I, I would have to find something to talk to so what's the how does this story end hmm I think mm, you just die eventually basically I go into space or something ooh space I like that I think that would be my 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 goal I think that'd be tough to pull off yeah but I mean, you know, I give it as, as nervous you as said, you were about flying a plane. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, if I can, if I can learn how to fly the plane, then I'll just assume that I can learn to to construct and fly a spacecraft. There's got to be some leftovers there over in Houston. Leftovers. Spaceship leftovers that you can just, you know, <laughs> they're there still, in pretty good condition. Cobbled together like so much Lego. <laughs> cobbled together. I'm cobbled together through my spacecraft. <laughs> Launch out. Oh, I could do this. For some lunar travel, <laughs> lunar exploration. I could do this. Sure, why not? So seriously though, if this were if we're like sitting, this is our we're spitballing, we're uh we're this workshopping a movie, how does the movie end? What's the what's the ending? I think it's one of those endings where nothing sort of big happens, but something happens that indicates that there's a change coming. You know, it's one of those like movies that ends where it's like, oh, and it's up to the viewer to decide. Oh, yeah. Well, if if everybody just disappears, there's the you've you've asked a question. If you don't provide some kind of answer to that, the audience is going to be upset. But there are ways to do that to imply multiple interpretations um, to an outcome. You know, Um, I actually saw a movie like that recently. It was Robert Redford out at sea. I don't remember what it was called. Like. I don't remember what it was called, but in, it was similar to Castaway, but not quite as entertaining. And at the very <laughs> end, he like sinks, but then he sees this hand reach down to like help him. And in in my interpretation, he died. You know, not just that, right. but it, I, I th- you know my uh, boyfriend's interpretation was that he was actually saved. So you know, I don't know. That was some open. I think that we could take this in that way, like like Mike was saying, like something that's sort of 
it implies something's happened, and yet it can be taken a number of different ways. It can be interpreted. So here's here's our ending. The last shot of the movie is uh, a telephone pole with a flyer, a missing persons flyer with our main character's picture on it. Whoa, Ooh. that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that was a, that was a great reaction from that you guys. <laughs> We're in on this. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'll start on the screenplay. I'll get a first draft over to you guys. That uh, sounds next great. Week. That's a really good ending. It really is. I got to give it to you, Dave. Was he crazy all along? Was this? Yeah. Was did this really happen, or was just this the the thing that you would imagine that could have happened to a missing person? Is the, did do missing people just disappear into an alternate Earth with no other people? Did he go missing? And then woke up in this scenario. So actually, all of that happened before uh, the movie even started. Yeah, it's so complex. You know, the sad thing is, uh, the best person for this would be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, It's true. It's Mm -hmm. true. He'd be a great... Sure, there are other options out there. Not to undermine that he would be a great, perfect fit for that. But, but, you know, there are other options. And also, you know, not... Not to make it sad. Yeah, but you did that though. You went all serious yeah, on that. the stage. <laughs> now, was, now it's all sad. I was in joke mode, and then you kind of ruined that. I made, I, I made it real. Yeah, I made you, it real. Yeah, you made it real. Sorry. Well, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> what part? Then we'll just be sad. Now we'll all be downers, and nobody will <laughs> yeah. understand why. You've had a great uh, idea, and now we're all sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Why? Well, I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to stop and thank this week's sponsor. Let's do that. Jamie, this week's sponsor is a little bit different. We're going to try an experiment. Okay. Instead of a regular sponsor, we're going to turn it over to the listener. Oh my gosh. In the show notes and on the website, we're going to add a link that says donate. And there's going to be a star next to it. It's going to be really easy to see. That link goes to PayPal where the listener can give as much or as little as they want. So to you, the listener, if you're a fan of the show, if you really like this episode in particular, or if you're one of those people who just hates listening to ads, this is your chance to speak up. It's like NPR. Yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> this isn't going to be the end of ads, probably, but it's, no. uh, it's, it's a thing. We're trying this cool out. Thing. Let's give it a shot. Unless there's an overwhelmingly huge response to this, there's no plan to make it a regular thing. We just happen to have a down week while we work on a bigger plan that hopefully we'll get to tell everybody about soon. Awesome. And it's a good plan. Now, you know how much we love experiments here at Unprofessional. This is a way for you, our beloved listener, to support the show directly. The, the link is in the show notes. It's on the site. Or you can go to unprofessional.com slash donate. And while you're clicking on things or typing things in, you should also follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash unprofessional. I can't wait to see how this turns out. I love surprises. I love experiments. <laughs> Same here. I love that, too. I think it's time for us to get back to the show. I agree. I could not agree more. We're, we're so in agreement on this show, on everything, it seems, right now. I don't know. It seems like, seems like we got to mix some things up here. We gotta, right. I don't know what it's going to be, but maybe Mike can throw something our way. You have to say something <laughs> like super controversial. <laughs> controversial, yet fun. I don't want the fun to be deflated from the show. Okay, I don't like dogs. We'll what? See. Are you are you a pet person at all? Not really. Um, a pet I, person? A pet oh, person. I see what you mean. <laughs> I am somebody's pet, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't quite follow that. That's a different show. I should probably clarify and say, I, I don't like any animal that decides it needs to be in my business all the time, constantly. My dog's not in my business. See, I can deal with that. I, I like animals that I can, you know, take or leave, basically. That, my, you know, my, when I walk through a door, yeah. I don't want them jumping on me. And if no. I'm sitting and watching TV, I don't want them, like, jumping up and just, like, licking me and stuff. I'm not, I don't enjoy that. Because I'm not a massive pet person. I like animals, but I'm not a big pet person. I don't really like them to be constantly involved in my life. I think you would like my dog. Like right now, she's just chilling over there on the couch. Pet owners will say this about their their pets, though. You would yeah, like my I, I get my that pet. a lot. Yep. Now, my, my dog, dog is, doesn't do that, and then they just don't leave me alone. <laughs> my my dog is objectively awesome. And that's, you have a great name for your dog too, right? Indisputable fact of nature, law of physics. My dog is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like every dog owner right now. Yeah, it's no, true. I, I'm gonna say I have to agree with Mike on this one because it's it's. 
I, although I've never met your dog, but your dog's cute. Um, from you know everything I can tell from pictures, I am a pet person. I mean, I'm a, a person who likes pets, so <laughs> you know I, I contrast there. I love pets, and I actually I think I prefer dogs over cats if I had to choose between the two. But I have cats instead of a dog, just for practicality purposes more than anything else. See, I prefer. In general, I prefer cats to dogs because cats are more. I will leave you alone. But <laughs> if you, if yeah, if you could give me the choice of a dog that will leave me alone and a cat will that will leave me alone, I'd go for a dog. Yeah, interesting. Mm. I like that you want to. You would take a pet that leaves you alone. That's very interesting. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I'm happy to, you know, to provide for them and then to be around and when when I. You know, and obviously, I'm, it's not a, a total one-way relationship. I won't like just ignore the dog except when I'm ready for the dog, because <laughs> that's kind of not fair. But I just don't want it to be like a constant thing. You know, that that's what frustrates me. Interesting. Interesting. I'm, I'm going to stand by what I said. And Your dog's fair. amazing and doesn't do any yeah. of that stuff. No, nobody who uh, has ever met my dog has disliked my dog. Is there a this- third party because that can co- collaborate, like corroborate this? Because I think that you really like your dog quite a lot, and my dog's okay. I I would try not to say that you you know if I if we were in person and, and you was, I was introduced to your dog I wouldn't tell you I hate your dog Dave. <laughs> you know, no, and, no. And so, but, I think people tact. you know they they might be being nice to you. So sorry, that was my doorbell. I was going to say, was that your dog? Scared the, scared the shit out of me. There's <laughs> nobody ever rung your doorbell before. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Are you expressing a, company? Super loud. No, I, I didn't know that there were doorbells in, in New York. Yeah, I, don't they just leave just, packages at the door? At the, I just assumed packages. that there were no houses, just just apartment buildings. Yes, I live in an apartment, but there's a doorbell. How did they get in to the apartment they, building? You buzz oh, them the up. UP, uh, the UPS people have the door code. That's very trusting. Well, I mean... <laughs> I guess I, it's not. I, I also lock my front door, so it's not. Do you a, need to answer the door? Building, no. Okay. They this is they do this when UPS comes. They leave. They ring the doorbell and they just leave the package. Yeah, they so might as well just they, leave the package. Like at that point, it's just they do that you know, at my house too. Work. I mean, it's I live in it's a regular fun. house, you know, out in the suburbs and stuff. And yeah, they ring the bell and then run. It's almost like a. I, I feel like they run away because I'm home most of the time when the package comes. But by the time I get to the door, they're gone. Like the truck's driving away. Yeah. I'm, I'm always like, oh, bye, thank you. <laughs> we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really. Is. No hellos. <laughs> no, no pleasantries. They just they're done. They're like on to the next package. It's very interesting. I feel that like delivery people in the uk have a vendetta against the people that they're delivering to (laughs) like sometimes i will be waiting at home for a package and you're kind of waiting for it all day um and then you you get a notification nobody was at home like you're just lying now you're just lying to me because i've been here all day and you did not attempt to get into this building in in any way that happens imagine more than imagine your job was so repetitive and monotonous Maybe they love their job, like you love your dog. Clearly they don't. Clearly they don't if they're skipping houses. Just lying. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there are a few that just, they are very miserable. It's the individuals, you know. I don't want to overgeneralize because there may be some delivery folks that just dig what they do. They love delivery. Well, I think it's a safe generalization to make. I'm pretty sure there's not a huge contingent of UPS and FedEx people who listen to this show. (laughs) I don't know. They are driving around a lot. We may be surprised, Dave. And maybe they're skipping the packages because they're sitting in their truck listening to Unprofessional. That's right. They're just laughing so much that they can't can't get out. (laughs) They're so impressed with their screenplay ideas. They've had to rush home to write their screenplay. (laughs) You need to protect that. I have to get this down before somebody else does. Yeah, you know, the more I think about this, the more I kind of want to... Well, no, because prior art, we discussed it here. We can sue. Is that how that works? Sure. You made that decision. Yep. That's how that works. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> right, late to well, this, we, late we, can, we can say definitively that we had this idea before them. It's true. Yeah. We have proof. <laughs> I'm okay with it. What's with the third degree? I, I, come on. We just want to make sure that your idea is safe. That's right. Yeah. We care about you here, Dave. That's all. It's all protection. 
Well, you know, the truth is, though, I already ruined the ending, so... Uh, but it's good. I have to say, it's good. Maybe Nobody we'll just that. maybe we'll just keep this episode in the can. Nobody will until, ever hear it until, until after. we've written and produced the movie. That's right. <laughs> I will. I'm going to bleep out when I what I said the ending should be. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. It'll and then just, just a have beep. a response. Yeah. yeah. And you guys go ooh, and then that'll be that'll be the thing. <laughs> it'll build or suspense. you could just add some inferior ending, and that me and Jamie are really excited about it. <laughs> That'd be even better. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> He dies at the end. Oh. It was all an illusion. Like, it was all a dream. It oh, was all a dream. Worst. It has to that be a dream is the worst. ending. Patrick it, Duffy oh. steps out of the shower. <laughs> that dream ending thing is one of my biggest sort of pet hates in in fiction. Like when oh, people like that do you that, call it a pet hate. You don't say pet peeve. Um, I feel like pet peeve is an American thing. I are like you not pet a, hate. Are you not a pet peeve person? Uh, I. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, maybe maybe <laughs> people saying pet peeve is my pet peeve, and it's actually my pet hate. I like pet hate, and that you don't like pets, and you have a pet hate. Yeah, I, my pet hate <laughs> is I hate all pets. I love this. <laughs> it's well, the literal, a, the literal meaning of it. Well, we got an episode title. <laughs> pet hate. <laughs> Just pure hate for pets. Oh, <laughs> poor pets. What well, if it were a monkey? What if somebody had a monkey and the monkey wouldn't yeah. leave me alone? Well, no, no, no. Like just a, I don't know. Are monkeys typically needy? He can make himself breakfast. Can I offer feel like you, monkeys you would be super needy. No, and they got diapers. That seems pretty needy to me. Yeah, it seems like if you've got to do that, unless they know how to, you know, put the pull-ups on or whatever. No, that's like having a two-year-old. I, I'm not. I, like I was so happy to get out of that stage with kids. Oh my gosh. I don't hate Dave, kids, though. Dave, do you like children? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, but I just assumed that. Yep. Yep. That I don't like children? Yeah. Um, I don't hate them. I feel like that you wouldn't have a lot of tolerance for them. No, that's absolutely true. Yeah. There, there are certain kids. Some kids I'm okay with. I'm kind of the same way. You guys, can I admit something? I'm kind you of don't like your own children. Too. No, I like my. But this is the thing. Like, I, I'm okay with my kids because I have them, and you know, uh-huh. and I, I, I do <laughs> love them. With them. But like, but other people legally responsible kids, for their well-being. It's hard to, and I think there are probably many parents who would agree with this. I'm not trying to be an a-hole here, but like other <laughs> like people's kids. Yep, I say a-hole because it's funnier to me than just saying asshole. But anyway, right, that's my pet hate. Your pet hate. <laughs> Swearing. People who don't swear. Oh, right. I swear. But yeah, I, and I like saying a-hole. It's funny. I had a friend who used to say it the, that way, and it was just, anyway, I picked it up, and it, it made me laugh. Back to the subject of hating children. Anyway. Other people's kids. <laughs> Other people's kids. It's, sometimes we'll have a friend over or whatever, and I, I always put like a two-hour cap on it. I'm like, okay, two hours. We're done. We got to go now. We're out. We're, we're done. I can't handle more than that. I have a hard time with that. I just don't know what to say to children. Yeah. Yes. Say the same thing I'm, you would say to an adult. I, I actually despise when grown-ups talk to kids in any other way. Like they have, oh, like they have to dumb things down or whatever. Not, not the how do I talk or uh, not. Yeah. Not, not what manner in which Topic. I speak to them. Topics. Yeah. yeah like what, what have I got to talk to a two-year-old about? Podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they care about that. End of the world movies. Two-year-olds aren't going to do a lot of talking with you anyway, but like four and five, you're going to get some great content back, I'm telling you. Just talk about the know. end of the world and talk about uh, podcasts, I'm, I'm telling you. It's some great stuff. I think if I'm talking to a four or five-year-old, I'm going to be like, <laughs> so Billy, the point of this story is to, uh, to address the isolation we all feel as human beings. I think we should have a test, like a 20-minute episode one week, and we'll have like a five-year-old on. Just that would to be see. so good. We, this we sounds might like have the to do worst that. idea no. I've ever heard. <laughs> I think we should do it. Short episode and see if Dave can hold a conversation with a five-year-old for like 20 minutes. I wouldn't be able to swear. This, no, this that, is the reason why uh, the, the, it's awesome that there's no governing body for podcasts. <laughs> nobody can stop you doing what is obviously a terrible thing. A terrible idea. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. There is nobody to stop you from ruining a child's life for 20 minutes. 
Uh, so when you say it like that, it sounds fun. It, it really does. <laughs> it's a challenge, really. It sounds funny to me. It sounds hilarious. What would we talk to a five-year-old about on this show? What would we talk to anybody about? You don't prepare. You don't plan. You just start the conversation and see where it goes, Dave. You don't change the format because of age. I don't know how to shoot the shit with a five-year-old. That's the thing. That's what would make it hilarious right there. We, I mean, we don't plan what we were going to say with Mike or, or anybody nope. else we've talked to. And, and it somehow kind of works out. Yep. But we can relate as people on a certain level. See, that's a, that's the assumption you're making, though. You're assuming we, you though? will not relate I mean, to a five-year-old. I'm it, British. Can you really relate with me? I'm not. I'm not so sure. <laughs> um, they, sure. On You've not seen what I've seen. Whiskers. <laughs> seen. See, uh, we speak the same language. We've been to some of the same places. We know some of the same people. We've had that's similar true. experiences in life. Well, I mean, that could all be the same with with, with, with a, a five-year-old. You it never could. know. It's very true. I think that you're, you're, um, yeah, I think that having a conversation with a child is actually, it kind of reminds you, like, yeah, don't make serious of a fun situation. We're going to say that over and over every week. That sounds great. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is one of those things where you would learn a lot about yourself as a man. Yep, I think so. You know, it's like a coming of age podcast. I want to. I want to <laughs> clarify. I want to clarify. Yeah, let's let's not call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, boy, this is why it's great that there's no governing body. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, I want to be very clear. I'm not against this because I don't want to talk to a five year old. I just don't think it would make for a very good podcast. I think it's going to be super awkward. Sounds like a Christmas special to me. It does. Maybe a 10-year-old. Whatever. Whatever works. Yeah, you could get... <laughs> whatever works for you, <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> well, I've talked to uh, uh, John and Amy's kid, Jonas. I had a, a relatively long conversation with him about Batman video games. See? That's so, relating. Yeah, he's he's 10. Uh, that that's I He could be on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway... <laughs> it's got, got kind of weird got, no, i think went, we all got scared uh, to say anything yep no we yeah don't. anytime we talk about children it's yeah. uh you have to be it just feels like dangerous for territory sure, for sure but hating children that's an entirely different thing yeah i don't it's you know it's that's fair, game. fair fair topic though. <laughs> i don't i don't hate children no I just, it's i don't think any of us hate children but no. yeah there's tolerance levels for sure it, Sometimes I just I I get frustrated that they aren't at the same intellectual level as me. Exactly. Which is totally unfair to be un- to be frustrated at the child about, but it's just a feeling that I get. I'm like, wow. It happens. You're stupid and I'm not stupid. <laughs> so just be more clever, please. Uh, <laughs> right. I just have this feeling of why aren't you done baking yet? <laughs> Finished. It's like waiting for the food in the microwave. Hurry up. Finish turning into a person so I can talk to you. I think the thing that I like about this show is it allows people to talk about how flawed they are as humans. Yeah, well, I've a, basically said that I, that I hate animals and children. In the <laughs> and that you an get bored at the end of the world with endless resources. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, my favorite part is that at the end of the at the end of the world, you're the last man on the entire planet, and you're still going to make podcasts, uh-huh. <laughs> websites. That's my favorite thing. I love that you're going to make websites as many as well, you can. I need places to put my endless podcasts. Uh, I need websites man. for that, but no guests. No guests. Yeah, that no would guests. be difficult. I think no guests. I would probably just create guests. You know, I'd put like would you little do voices? accents and stuff. Yeah, I guess I'd have to because what would be the point? You know. Then who's listening? What would be to the them? point of any of it? it Nobody's exactly. ever going to hear these. But that all I know, know nobody of. listens to any of my podcasts. That's not true. You got analytics. Unless a <sighs> missing flyer shows up for your with your face on it, then maybe. Exactly. That could happen. What if What if the podcast's numbers continue to grow? Oh. So somebody out there is listening to your show, but uh-huh. you don't know who, and you have no way of of hearing back from them, and they won't contact me. The other thing is, how, how could you be completely sure that the world was empty? You only know that your city is empty. It's and true. You, yeah. can send, you can check the internet, you can see that nothing's being updated, but like, you don't know empirically. For all I know, something's just broken on the internet. Yeah. I don't know. Right. So you now know, you, have to go coming out, in. you have to go and explore the rest of the world. But still, if you don't leave your own continent, let's say, 
or well, you're in England, so you've you've only got so much land to work with. Yep. If you never leave your island. See, that's why. That's why. Like when I said it would be difficult because I wouldn't be able to go anywhere. I think that that would be the issue, right? Is I wouldn't be able to check because I can't get off this godforsaken island. Well, you know? there's the channel, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I just need to learn how to to drive the huge train that goes under the channel tunnel. <laughs> you could do no that. Biggie. You just I'm push pretty that sure big it button. just says There's yeah, a big the big lever. green button. <laughs> I can't imagine somebody's really driving it, you know, like they would a car. So they just turn it on and it goes on the track, right? <laughs> I'm gonna say you probably have better luck with a boat. Oh. Do you think? I think I would crash quite severely into the shore. Yeah, I think boats sound a little daunting because of storms and things. I don't know. And I also think I would get severely lost, like Christopher Columbus, like lost, and end up in like Mexico, trying to get to to Paris. Do weather apps keep working? Well, if hmm. everything resource wise keeps working, then I would say yes. Well, I mean, somebody has to plug in that data, right? Or is it all automated? Mm, fine question. That's a good point. I assume that there are sensors that pick it up, right? Rather than just like supremo weatherman. Yeah, you I think get a, it's, there has yeah. to be a human component, or there wouldn't be meteorologists. There has to be. I don't know if you're. If there's any meteorologists out there, call into the show, please. So we I know, can uh, give expertise. us some insight. We, we really need that. this for our for our movie. <laughs> <laughs> significant plot point. This is very trying, important research. They don't want to get the you don't want to get the details wrong. It's true. Were you because saying that you just because you'd be really unhappy if the weather app stopped working? No, I'm saying that if the weather apps worked, you could check the weather apps to see if there's going to be a storm before you got on your boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see. Or I could just you know get a book about meteorology and just learn that first. Yep, learn first. I I don't know. I like that because I think I don't know the ability to just have endless learning and not have to worry about, you know, everybody's like, Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. How much are we driven by the way other people see us? How much are we motivated by wanting to impress others? As in, because there'd be nobody else around. So I wouldn't care anymore. Right. I would love to say that given all the time, money and resources in the world, I would go and I would still travel to other places and see things. But would I really go to the pyramids? I mean, is it worth, the bother if i don't have anybody to tell that story to yeah or did you just say the pyramids because you wanted to sound fancy on a podcast mm-hmm. yeah like what what is like what would i actually do i don't know <laughs> just go and eat twinkies or something uh, right like uh, yeah i was thinking about that earlier would you would you work out would would you want to stay definitely healthy? not 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent no i mean i barely do now <laughs> right somebody somebody flips the switch you get back to reality and you're just like a fat sack of shit <laughs> i'm just eating doritos for seven years <laughs> anything you want because it doesn't matter there are no you know there's no um, no one to attract you yep. know there's just uh wow i've changed my mind this sounds awesome <laughs> yep oh man but i still think it'd be really important to learn how to to travel across countries to drive a boat just because of i would want i i would genuinely want to know like just to be sure that there's nobody else like on another island or something i think there's an argument to be made that you would eventually get to the point i don't know how long it would take but you'd probably eventually get to the point where your entire life becomes about seeking out another person right just hope like hope that something else is out there yeah i I honestly do believe that in that sort of scenario people never give up hope like it's just inbuilt into us it's like part of the human condition like that we will just see things that aren't there you know signs and stuff and just continually search until we've found what we're looking for like you know kind of what bono said yeah and until you find what you're looking for or you die (laughs) one or the other and that's that i think that was how the bono song went (laughs) i think the hopeful ending would be somebody getting on their boat and and sailing across to wherever to to seek out more people. Yeah, because it's like you go, guy. Yeah, leave, you know? leave on a, a hopeful note of maybe there are other people. Yeah. I maybe still think is... that there's there's hope to be found in the missing persons note, though. Yeah, I do too. Oh no, that that's just a, a clue for the audience. Oh, I see. So like, like the, they the don't they don't see the note. The character continues it. hope. Right. right, but we see this missing person, and the question to to us is: is the, are we seeing this note in their reality, or are we seeing this note in the reality where everybody is still there? Mm, that's a fine Ooh. question. 
What happens in the sequel? Because this will obviously be a massive blockbuster hit. Yep. Something's got to so, come out of this. So there will be a sequel. So what? Well, part part two of the trilogy would be uh, the person arriving uh, on at their destination. Okay, so I've landed in America because that's where I'm going to go. That makes really? the most sense to me to come really? to America. Yeah, because Europe and and the rest is like mostly kind of attached. Yeah. So it's easier land. for me to get there, right? So in theory. If, if, if there's been some terrible outbreak of something that's wiped everybody out, it's less likely to be in America in my brain. Hmm. That's my thinking. Okay. Also, I like America, so, you know. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go there. Thank you. We, we, we try to keep it nice for you. <laughs> <laughs> I keep the garbage picked up. <laughs> so, I arrive... Well, I'm, now I'm the star of the movie. I've just cast myself, clearly. I arrive in America... Um, and and then so you know I continue on my quest. Do is there any sort of hint going into the into the sequel? Maybe it's appeared in one of the trailers that there will be another character in this movie. Do you think? Maybe signs, signs, but no right. definitive result until we get into the movie. Hmm. Or the end of the first movie isn't the isn't you launching from. Uh, your country but you landing at the at this other country and spelled out on the beach is some some kind of clear message so right. that, that also works like like a, a welcome or a, a something please don't eat the fruit <laughs> whatever you do don't eat the fruit type thing some, some kind of message clearly left after this event right but we don't know by whom or or how or how long ago Right. Would it be a fresh message? I mean, would it be an obviously fresh message? Or would it be weathered a bit? Well, that's why I say on the beach. Yeah. Because then you've... The, obviously, the tide wouldn't have gotten up too high or, or something. That would be fresh, then. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a ton of great ideas here, guys. I like that you went for Trilogy. Yep. Trilogy's big. Oh, yeah, because we can get you some like serious uh, sci-fi shit with this later if we want. 3D? <laughs> no. No, you don't believe 3D. in 3D. No. no I, I believe it exists. <laughs> I don't believe in the third dimension. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> it does not exist. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. If there's ever a lull, I just tighten it up in editing. Oh, I mean, good. Conversations good naturally are going to have a lull. Yeah. So I don't stress on it. Good. That's good to know. There's magic behind the scenes. It's editing magic. I don't believe in <laughs> editing either. For a long time, people, guests would uh, be concerned that their episode was the worst. I think that's a valid concern. No, I feel like that was the best. I think that was the best episode. So I'm happy with that. <laughs> 